Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our LinkedIn Live episode. As always, every Friday morning, we come to you live from our studio in United Square. Once again, my name is Adrian. And I'm Yen. And uh, happy Friday to everyone. Happy Friday too. You know, it's been a crazy week for us again. Uh, in fact, almost every other week is getting crazy. It's getting crazier. Yeah, crazier. Uh, and uh, this week has been marked by a lot of interview coaching. A lot of our clients are getting interviews. And we are starting to hear a lot of crazy stories about interviews. It wasn't starting. We've heard lots of crazy stories. I know. I don't know. It's, um, it's and, a and bit crazy. And sometimes, because our brains are not necessarily good statistically and we remember things funnily. But anyway, <laughs> we seem to be hearing a lot more strange stories. Uh, but these strange stories have been around, I, I think we've heard... Since time immemorial. We've heard similar stories no, it's, in it's, the past. It's crazy. Uh, and uh, when we give advice to our clients regarding the interview what they can do or what they shouldn't do and they go what you mean I can do that yeah there are a few there's a lot of advice online um, on what to do in an interview like how the best way to answer um, questions like tell me about yourself uh, what's, what's your, your strength? greatest weakness my greatest weakness is my inability to fall asleep <laughs> so I'm insomnia <laughs> so how is that relevant oh I've got a vitamin D deficiency <laughs> So it's like, so I need a, I need an office with a view. So well, that's a good one. But so, you got to appear pale and for what, what we're trying to say is that there's a lot of wisdom online about what to do in an interview. Um, but there are a few other little things that sometimes is not covered, and that's what we want to do. That's what we want to tell you today. Yeah, and you'll be surprised at what we're gonna share with you. So you've probably heard all the things that you can do and you should do and you have to do at interviews. Today we're gonna talk about the five kind of outrageous things that you didn't know you could do. Yeah, slightly more controversial, yeah. but um, <laughs> definitely possible. Yes. Yeah. And once again, no, it all depends on what, what the scenario is. But I want to share with you. The first thing you can actually do is you can ask tough questions because a lot of people feel that the interview is a one-way street. They feel that I'm being interviewed right now. I have to answer the, uh, the, the interviewer. Yeah. Worse, they have to wait for the interviewer to ask the questions and then answer yeah. and then wait for the interviewer to give permission to ask questions yeah. and then they can ask questions. No, it's not It's not one directional. It is definitely a two-way street. So please ask uh, tough questions. So what are examples of tough questions? I would say one of the tough questions you can actually ask is uh, why did the person leave? The incumbent. Why did the incumbent leave? Assuming you know the person's leaving or has left. Yeah, so you can ask, yeah. before that you can ask, you know, is this a newly created position yeah. or is this a uh, replacement role? And yeah. if it's it, replacement role, the question is, uh, oh, why is the person leaving? Yeah, so what, what we're trying to say is you, you can ask why is the person moving on or why mm. is the role vacant? That's not a tough question. Actually, that's not a very tough question. The tougher question the is... The tougher question is, what's wrong with the job? Yeah. <laughs> but you or, can't ask but you it can't ask way. It. <laughs> I can ask why. So there are ways of couching it, but you want to get more information out from them. So if the person's leaving, you can ask how long was the person How long was the person on the job? Yeah. And not just how long the person was on the job. Uh, if he says... The person was promoted. That's six months. Yeah, the person's promoted is a good thing. Yeah. But if they say things like uh, health reasons. Yeah, that's a, that's a non-answer. That's yeah. an answer that's going to tell you something else. Is something else is going on, on. Or, or if you've done a bit of research and you know that the organization's not kept this role uh, I guess filled 
successfully yeah. which means that the the current person left after eight months and then the one before that left after two months mm-hmm. and the one before that lasted all of 12 and, so something's then, wrong with the role and what's even stranger is true story yeah uh, I had a client who interviewed for a CFO role yeah and when she asked when she asked uh, why did the previous person leave and the answer was uh, for health reasons there's the first flag okay <laughs> and when did this person leave? Nine months ago. And in the meantime, what happened? Oh, the finance manager stepped up and took care of things. And it was a really big organization. Yeah. And I mean you operated without a CFO for nine months, which means two things. Number one, why you couldn't find someone, or B, you couldn't decide, or C, or C if the I, role did not require a CFO at all. Or if I come on board, I go nine months or, of backlog to do. Or this, the, the current finance manager who took over the CFO position didn't want the job. Or, yeah, has for, declined which, that promotion. Which once again is another uh, layer so of complexity. So it's almost as if you're writing a drama serial, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so but, so but that's, why you, that's why you can ask a tough question. Uh, finding out why that role is vacant is actually not that tough. It's not a tough question. I think it's a very valid question. Yeah, but it's... But it's some people feel that it's a tough... It's I don't have the right to ask. So yeah. what we are telling you please today ask. is please ask. Yeah. Uh, I have another tough question. Yeah. That's when you know that something's not quite right with the company, for instance. Um, there's been some controversy. There's been some... Um, the mm. reputation's not quite good. Or maybe the branding's been impacted by something that's happened. A scandal. Are you allowed to address the elephant in the room? Yeah, why not? You should. Okay, you can, so right? please ask those tough questions. Ask, um, but you want to be diplomatic about it. So yeah. you can rephrase it and say, "I understand that there's been some uh, events that's happened. Maybe you can share mm-hmm. with me your point of view as a manager now. Um, what what the organization is doing yeah. about it? So that's okay. So we actually had a pharmaceutical uh, client uh, who interviewed at a particular drug company. And the question uh, he asked was, because it was a sales position, and he actually asked, you know, I said, I noticed that the past two supposed blockbusters uh, drugs were not approved, mm. and your drug pipeline is not, uh, not you don't have any promising drugs in your pipeline. Uh, what is the CEO's view on that? And, you know, moving forward, what's the strategy? Because you're telling me I'm supposed to 3x yeah. sales in the next yeah. two years. Uh, what are we doing? Because four, two of your blockbusters, another two of your blockbusters are going uh, off patent. Yeah, and I think that's a valid question. Very if you valid. want to ask, you know, yeah. it's like that's a valid question. Ask the what tough strategy to? questions. Ask the tough business questions, because if you are joining the organization, you should know. And frankly, I think sometimes there's also a little bit of that balance of power, yeah. and someone who thinks that just because I'm a job seeker. Um, mm. I still need to defer to the interviewer. No, your equals until the person, the interviewer becomes your boss. Um, or I think it's fair. You you should absolutely have an absolute transparent conversation. Well, once again, I think it's about asking it in a nice, polite fashion, yes, of course. rather than a- in aggressive, a- aggressive, accusatory, or banging at tables. <laughs> so it's not what you say; it's, it's how, how you. Say sometimes it. it's how you say it. Yeah, and uh, but you know, don't don't be afraid to ask a tough question, even if you think. Uh, the questions are unfair. Uh, maybe you want to run it through us first. Uh, if you're mm. going for an interview or for a role that uh, your spidey sense is telling you there's something fishy about it or something yeah. tingly, uh, drop us an email info at careeragility.org or just sign up with us for a career uh, clinic session. Uh, you know, one hour we can yeah. walk through your your interview training, uh, just the questions to ask things to, to look help out you for. to sort of polish off the rough edges and to uh, and to address some uncertainties. Yeah. So if you are not sure about when and how you can ask certain questions, it sounds really good in your mind, but mm-hmm. then at the, at the moment of that critical conversation and you 
you think it sounded good in your head and then by the time you say it, it mm. so it's good to have someone to practice it with. Yeah. So reach out to us if you are moving into a potential line, a, me, a landmine or minefield. Okay. Uh, it's, but do ask the tough questions. Don't Absolutely. feel that I, I am a, I'm not, a, I'm not allowed to ask. You, you yeah. can, and I think you should. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing that you can actually do is uh, decline to answer questions. You, I'm not answering. <laughs> but not, not in a belligerent manner, obviously. Yeah, but you, don't want, you don't want to be a two-year-old tantrum. <laughs> Well, what sort no. of questions can you you can decline to answer? I think you can decline to answer any questions that forces you to reveal confidential information from your past employment. Um, so it's not it's not necessarily personal, uh, but you know certain personal questions are also sensitive. But if you don't answer personal questions, then it shows that you're trying to hide something. Yeah. Uh, but there are there are legalities around um, revealing information that is completely confidential to your previous employment. Yeah. So I. I had this instance where uh, many, 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 many years ago in my previous role, uh, when I was headhunting, uh, one of the large firms uh, interviewed me uh, to see whether or not I was uh, willing to explore. And of course, I'm always willing to explore. So I had a conversation with the, one of the principals there. And uh, she asked me for my sales figures. I gave her my sales figures, a very rough number. Who, and she asked, proceeded to ask, who are your clients? No. Can you name them? No. What was the role? No. Can you give me a spreadsheet okay no. i want you to give me a spreadsheet of clients names roles you fill who are the people you spoke to who you fill and i said no 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 no, no. i'm not going to do it we just had another client uh three weeks yeah. back yeah same thing as well the, the they were drilling down uh who are your clients what was the ibita what was the percentage you know yeah. what is uh, very sensitive the answer no. is no because if it's if if you reveal this information you are liable mm. and that's very dangerous so don't don't you can decline to answer but you can decline politely yeah. you can say i think you are being very rude to be asking me such questions <laughs> no you don't ask that, that. that that's, that's wrong that's not a way to do it <laughs> uh you can decline and say no the information is confidential i'm not yes. comfortable uh, discussing yeah. it uh, yeah. is there anything else you want to ask that i can share I've, with? I've had a situation where i interviewed a candidate who worked for a ministry of defense and had a oh, yeah. very sensitive role um, and his resume was empty and devoid <laughs> it's devoid. <only> redacted <laughs> or black lines redacted devoid of, of zing, information zing, zing. and as I interviewed him I was asking about his, his, his traits his personality all of which was fine and then when I asked for specific achievements it was really difficult because he there was a lot of information yeah. so, so let me guess let me guess share. can you share with me your proudest achievement I could but I would have to kill you <laughs> Uh, can you share with me what you did in the past two years? I could, but I have to kill you. <laughs> you know, you, you can't be revealing information that was and national it's be tough, secret, right? Yeah. right? So it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah, they, yeah. So it's gonna be tough. But but there are ways of working around it. Come talk to us if you if you are in that similar situation. Yeah. But you, you can decline to answer. The, the other type of question to answer, uh, you can decline is, is uh, are you married? Yeah, that's personal. Single? That's personal. And again, sometimes it's the tone and the conversation surrounding it. Because it could be in rela relation to the amount of travel you have to do. And that's okay because then we're, we're, we're entering the work-life balance, the, the, the amount of obligation that you have to go and maybe be relocated for a good three months, four months while these projects are running. So then it's valid, you know, what's your family situation, how's your support structure? That's I true. think those are valid questions. But again, like Adrian said, it's how they ask it. Okay, so I read this really bad piece of Point advice. I'm pointing the finger, okay? And I got a wag of the finger to the person who posted this online. Okay, this is Adrian's wag of the finger. Uh, 
A so-called career coach actually said that if you have gaps in your CV that you cannot explain away, just tell them, oh, I was working on a project and it's NDA, I can't tell you. It's a lie, isn't it? It's a lie. Yeah. But his excuse for any any gaps, just say that, oh, there's an NDA I cannot share with you. Yeah. I think you can still give broad brushstrokes as to how uh, what what you did during yeah during at least you break. can tell yeah. you should and and you should because it's sometimes how you answer if you decline to answer it's a red flag for the employer yeah. as well so then they're not going to hire you and what's the point yeah. so you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah if you yeah. can't give resolution because even in NDA you can tell me roughly what industry what sort of role you're working yeah. in yeah or, or I mean, what, kind not, of, what kind of strengths or what you what you learned yeah I mean it's okay. not un- unless you're like going to North Korea to do some spy work or whatever <laughs> you can't really give any information at all. I think that's that's a red flag for us interviewers. Major, major red flag. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can decline to answer questions uh, if it's too personal, if you feel it's too personal. Uh, if you feel that the information is confidential or trade secret, you yeah. cannot, uh, you can actually decline. And what happens then if they push? So the thing about declining to answer, the way we put it here in um, the slide, the slide is that yes, you are allowed to decline the answer to answer the question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna recommend that you deflect. Okay. So if the question is, if the question is, are you married or are you single? Do you have children? Then your answer can be, if you're asking about my support structure and my willingness to travel, answer is yes. I can travel up to eighty percent. Not an issue. So you're not necessarily answering the question. You're answering the intent of the question, and that's fine. So what? that would be my go-to. So, and again, for deflections, we need to prepare. So come talk to me and I'll give you all of the tools. Yeah. Uh, because when we are caught unprepared for a question or a type of question, mm-hmm. that's when you you lose the game a little bit because you you've, you maybe fumble a little bit and that's going to lose you brownie points. So that's my answer. <laughs> okay, good. I love her answers. It's all model, model answers. Uh... Deflect. Deflect. Or not say deflect, but answer the intention of the question rather than the actual question yeah. itself. What's the question behind the question, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it is in your right to decline. You don't have to answer all the questions. This is not uh, police interrogation. Yeah. This yeah. is not uh, the confessional. S- confessional, you know. <laughs> um, and you can just say that uh, comfortably, you know, no, I, I'm not comfortable answering that question. And just leave it as that. You don't have to give reasons or excuses. I'm not that could be a red flag for me. What? Why? What if I'm not willing to give you? If yeah, you ask, no, it depends. Yeah. I mean, if you're asking me questions about my confidential information, yes, confidential, I, I can say definitely. it's not. I'm not information. Then you can but, say I'm not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if I was giving you my history, my my work history, and I tell mm. you that I'm not comfortable telling you, yeah. Maybe if one particular role. Okay. Example. If it's a project that hasn't been launched yet. Yes, that's fine. Then it's okay. But the answer you gave, I'm not comfortable. So if I'm asking for something along the lines of a medical history. Oh. And and you have an yeah, embarrassing got this over here. And you have an embarrassing health situation. Some health situations are embarrassing or very sensitive. Some health situations. They will never ask you for health situations. I, I don't know. It Maybe. could come up in conversation, you know. I, I, I don't know. So when you say I'm not comfortable discussing that then um, again it, it it's contextual. It, uh, it, so so I I'll 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 give you that concession. <laughs> it is contextual. So you can decline to answer questions, okay? Yes. If you're not comfortable, just say I, I'm not comfortable answering that question and uh, move on. But I think you need to address the intention again. What was the purpose? What's the agenda here? Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> you can also request uh, 
to talk to other teammates. You know, Absolutely. at the end at the end of the interview process, uh, and if you especially if you if you feel you got a strong bargaining power in the first place, like, you know, they're gonna make you an offer. Mm. Uh, if there's no offer on the table yet and you want to demand to speak to others, then then that's not quite in your place. It's a bit too um, premature. I wouldn't use the word demand. So it's again I an attitude. It's an attitude, right? So if you've met one interviewer and then your second interviewer is the same person, <laughs> then please, by the third time, at the end of second interview, you'll say, is there anyone else that I can speak with yeah. with regard to the work, the, especially with someone whom I might be working closely with? Or, Very valid. Or if you... Throughout the whole interview process, they've not let you speak or interview to the boss, else. to the hiring manager. Yeah. The guy's yeah. gonna be your boss. Yes. You can actually insist. Can I speak to the hiring manager? Can I speak? Can I have a conversation with the hiring manager? Because we've got technology. There's no excuse. Yeah. So. Uh, and and I think it's a red flag if they don't want you to speak to the hiring manager. I can imagine. Yeah, I <laughs> know. It's we've like, heard of such stories. Yeah. Yes. And then on the first day when you start work, your hiring manager is like, uh, it's like someone you really can't work with, no? Uh, yeah. So. Oh, oh, okay. Tricky question then. Okay, yeah. What happens if mm. I tell you that oh, the hiring manager, your supervisor, hasn't been hired yet? Oh, that is a very valid. It's it's very um, a common as well. Mm. Um, and in those situations, if you need the job and all things are aligned, still you've got to take the job. And then we, you manage your new manager when, it, when, when he or she comes on board, and I will help you with that as well because managing up is again uh, one of our cornerstone um, programs. We we have uh, strategies, protocols, and ideas uh, to help you to manage your leaders because we cannot control who eventually adopts us. True. Or sometimes our leaders change; um, they get promoted or they move on, and then we get adopted into a different team. It, it's very, very common. So there are ways around it as well. So it's got nothing to do with today's topic. However, okay, what if at the interview process itself, they're asking you, they're telling you that, oh, uh, the person has already signed. Yeah. But I cannot tell you who it is until it comes on board. Well, then I think and you can the next three people. months. But you, I want you to sign the offer letter now so that you both can come on board at the same time and then I'll introduce you to him. I think we can have a, co- a casual conversation and an informal meeting. But and cannot because it's as em- embargoed. We cannot. Like. <laughs> that's a that's a red flag. That's a bit of a red flag. I recommend a delay tactic. If you're in a hurry um, to land a role quickly, um, sometimes the timing doesn't work. In which case, um, you have to make a decision based on limited information. Mm. Uh, but if you can wait, I think I'd recommend a delay strategy. Yeah, you know why? Because the last thing you want to do is to appear on the first day of the job and then you find out that your new boss is the guy is the your kid friend, your it's, friend of me. It's, no, it's a kid you bullied back in primary school. It's like, uh-oh, <laughs> he's my boss. Or, or, or it's an ex-boss that hates your guts. Or, or your new boss is your ex-wife's current husband. <laughs> But that, uh, yeah. You've I'm been sorry, watching I'm writing, I'm writing a too drama much too. Korean drama, but that'll be interesting though. But it is, it is interesting. I'll to be your yeah. ex-wife. That would be very funny. <laughs> that would be very funny. Not for the person going on board, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's known to happen before. We actually don't recommend that you sign an offer letter without knowing who the hiring manager is, even okay. if you have to wait. Okay. Uh, so back, back to this point, yeah. it is absolutely within your right to ask very nicely if there's other people that you can speak with. Because again, assuming good intentions, you mm. are going to get the job. You want mm. to take the job. You, you're, you're planning to, you, you see the next... Um, you know, four or five years with this organization, ask to speak to the other teams, people whom you're going to be working closely with. Very valid. And if the company says no, it's a red flag. I think so too. 
run run for the hills. And uh, and uh, just a segue on this point. Um, sometimes I hear um, clients complain that the process is. Um, very long mm. like gosh I can't believe I have to meet like 5 people or 10 people I can't believe this organization is making me go through 13 interviews um, by the way for in, in my book it's a really good thing the more people you speak with the more information you have the more insights you get as well because you can read between the lines if person A and person B contradict one another that is a data point. Yeah. So if you take the job, then you know I need to manage this mm. thing a little bit more sensitively, things like that. So the more interviews you have with the same company, in fact, it's a good thing. I think so too. And I think the other thing that you can actually do is uh, you can be completely honest with your answers too. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's better to be upfront and, mm. and be transparent yeah. uh, rather than uh, to, to mix something up, deflect, fabricate to the yeah. point where you appear fake and uh, you know, Veteran interviewers like you, us. As if you are trying to hide something. Yeah, we can, can, we can detect BS. Uh, yeah. Our BS detector is very, very high. So one of the most common um, uh, issues with being upfront and honest is the one why, why you left your previous role. Mm-hmm. So if you were retrenched, say it. Yeah. It's very, very fine to say that you, mm. you, you were you know, a casualty of a major restructuring. Yeah. It's, there's no more stigma associated with it. Um, I think it's perfectly fine to be completely upfront about the fact that mm. you left and you received the package and now you're looking for your next challenge. Yeah. Notice how I phrased it. If you're so writing that, notes, please write that down because yeah. it's a nice way of saying that, yes, I, 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 I was retrenched. It's not, it's not yeah. me, right? It's, yeah. it's a corporate restructuring yeah. and, uh, and now I've got time to really think about what mm. my next challenge is and I'm very excited about yeah. dot dot dot. Yeah. And I think also the other question that uh, can be thrown at you is, you know, I think you're too senior for this role. Why do you want to take a junior role? And, you know, we've seen very canned uh, statements. And excuse. I think, very, I think it's, it's, very, it's... Very coached. Yeah, very coached. <laughs> I think it's okay to just share what your true feelings are because especially if you are... And we've had candidates in their 50s yeah. who feel they got to hide the fact that I'm too senior. If I tell them I'm too old, you know, they might... I just tell them, yeah, I, I, you know, they're not allowed to ask for your age. I think it's okay. I think you can um, embrace. Uh, I think it's okay to embrace your age. Yeah. I mean, if we want to circle around the question because it's sensitive, if someone asks you what your age is, that's okay. But the the, the, the point we're trying to make here is it's okay to want to downshift. Yeah. And you can be perfectly honest with your response on why you would like a smaller territory, an in-country role. You say, well, there's been too much travel and I'm thinking I want to slow down. Jimmy, hang on. Pause. No, don't say slow down. Say that you you want to um, you want to focus a little bit more on um, uh, I guess the mastery of your craft, for instance, mm-hmm. um, or that in, in terms of the coverage, you know, it's too it's too broad, and that you're thinking it's much better if you can grow roots. That's fine. So again, while we say we want you to be completely honest, we still need you to rephrase it in a manner that does not that does not implicate you in any way. Yeah. So uh, don't don't be too blatantly honest. Like why do you why are you taking this job? Oh, because I need the money. Or worse, uh, why do you leave your last role? Because my boss was not nice. My boss was a please. <laughs> so uh, you got to be diplomatic about it. Yeah, but you can be transparent with your yeah. answers, uh, and I think that goes a long way. So what you might need is perhaps a little bit of coaching on the narrative, mm-hmm. and you need maybe a little bit of vocabulary and mm-hmm. maybe another some a bit of practice and, so that and, you feel more comfortable. Yeah. Because what, what 
causes a lot of problems is when someone is uncomfortable with the truth mm-hmm. and then the face it, yeah. it leaks and it's it, it's not what you say it's how you say it so yeah. uh, you know if you're going for an interview especially if you feel a bit uncomfortable and it's if interviewing is not something that you've done in a very long time uh, <laughs> yeah just come talk to us info we at careeragility.org we have a lot of we have a lot of clients who have conducted more interviews than attending yeah. interviews and uh, so, it's a yeah. different feeling when you're uh, on, on the, the other side. side of the table or when you're <laughs> wearing the other the shoe on the other foot yeah. Then again, who would wear a shoe on the other foot? Turn it over. It's always uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So so that's where. So you can be completely honest with your answers up to a certain point. But yes. I think I think what we're saying here is don't be dishonest yes. uh, with your answers yeah. because we can detect BS and And don't fabricate um fake the canned answers, you know, the kind that oh um I want to contribute to the company because my objective, my career objective. Mm, no. Yeah. Don't don't do that. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> And, uh, you know, finally, you actually can walk out of an interview. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes we've heard many, many stories of, mm-hmm. of, of candidates who've attended interviews and felt that they were borderline abused. Um, I, I have a story of a friend who attended an interview and the interviewer was just unpleasant AF. Interviewer asks question, candidate's answering. Before he can finish, she asks the next question. Before he can finish, she asks the next question. And it continued for a good 30, 40 minutes. Mm. Uh, he felt very wronged um, and, and at that point I think it's perfectly okay for you to put a pause to this and go may I finish my answer or you can also put a pause to it and call out the behavior and go I can't help but feel that perhaps this is not the right time maybe we can reschedule it's a nice diplomatic way of saying I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out on the office interview yeah. we've, we've had uh, situations before uh, where we actually where the interviewer was uh, borderline abusive or rude you know um, and uh, I, there was this situation once as well where there was a candidate he went for the interview and the interviewer was distracted he was on the computer wow talking, wow you know talking talking uh, really talking and then what what uh, what our candidate did was he, he said uh, I can tell that you're busy yeah can I come back another time yes. when you're less busy that's and, another way. And, and then he got the hint, he put it away and started talking. Yeah. Because she, she was ready to walk out. There was um, there was similar Zoom, Zoom type interviews when an interview, a candidate, well, client of ours, um, who went for an interview on Zoom, but you could tell that the interviewer, first of all, was the, the video was off. <laughs> and the interviewer was driving. Oh. While on a Zoom interview. So it's, an, it's, it's, it's still better clear, than having a karaoke in the background. Though. Still a clear indication that the interviewer is not invested in, in this candidate. Mm. Because if the candidate was important, they'd stop the car, finish the conversation, yeah. focus, make eye contact, um, and, and, and actively listen. So it goes both ways, I think. And so if you feel like your interviewer is not invested in this conversation, you are more than within your right to call it, mm. call it off. I once attended a meeting. Well, this wasn't a job interview even. A meeting. Yeah, I remember that story. And, and this individual uh, was uh, rather obnoxious in her interview in, in, in the discussion. And uh, after eight minutes, I got upset and I just said, uh, look, I don't think this conversation is going anywhere. Thank you very much for your time. I got up and I walked off. 
Yeah, and you can do that. You can do that. So yeah. you know, the moment you feel that it's a waste of time, uh, the person is being very disrespectful to you, or if you're in a very uncomfortable situation, please feel free to excuse yourself and exit. Yeah, and that's that's more than well welcome sometimes. It's perfectly fine. Don't, don't waste any more time yeah. on, on toxic Situations. Toxic situations. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you are having any of uh, interviews that are coming up and you're feeling a bit nervous, come talk to us. We are always happy to have the discussion with you. And uh, you know, it's it doesn't need to be a full three months of training. Uh, we do have interview masterclasses you can attend. We do have one-on-one coaching sessions, uh, which we call the career clinic. We can just uh, sign up with. And ultimately, we are here to help. Yeah, the thing about the interview is this, it's not about memorizing answers. It's really a mindset um, and, and that's the, 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 the key to your success. Mm-hmm. If you can get the mindset right, you build the enough scaffolding and then you have an arsenal of responses that you've prepared, you're going to be fine. You're, you're going to be just fine. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, remember, the interview is a two-way street. For as long as you, as for as much as they are choosing you, you're also choosing them. Yep. And the moment you feel harassed, uh, the moment you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to answer the questions. If you feel that you don't need to answer the questions or you shouldn't answer the questions, uh, if you feel disrespected or if you feel that it's not going in the right direction that, and there's no point and they're not being polite, just walk up. Yeah. Politely stand up, excuse yourself, excuse yourself and walk out of the interview. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for our show today. Um, yes. Take care and have a great weekend. Yes. And remember... As what He-Man said in Masters of the Universe, you have the power. You are showing your age. Yeah, I know. You have the power, okay? Uh, in terms of interviews, in terms of uh, what job you choose, and your, in terms of your career choices. Have a great weekend ahead and take care. Bye.